0: War! What is it good for? Absolutely none! Say it again! War! Ah, good guy! What is it good for? Absolutely none! Hello from hell We're not doing swell I don't know why we dwell but life is truly hell. Uh, here we go again. Another week without sports. We don't know when we're gonna get sports back. We don't know when anything is gonna come back. Uh, it's like it's like we're in a bizarro world now. Uh, I mean, people want to talk about uh, opening things up, and it's like 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 we're talking to a bunch of uh, people are afraid of going outside now. When really we're talking about just trying to see if we can open it on Easter, and, and the media is just is it, the the media actually I think literally wants the whole economy to crumble and crash. Yeah,
1: they want. Uh, it, it,
0: it, 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 it's 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 absolutely insane what's going on, you can't. Uh, 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 I I mean seriously, and. Uh, uh, the M- M- NBC News, CNN—they're just a bunch of fucking jokes. Got these these rags of papers in uh, in New York, it's just inane. And, and everyone's saying that uh, that 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 eighty percent of New York is gonna get it. No, they're not. I mean, it's like like if if you promulgate fear, you're showing leadership. But if you try to express hope. You're an idiot. I mean, it's like, it's like we've gone complete 180 of normal. We are living in the fucking bizarro universe now.
1: Well, Frank, yeah, it seems like the media is rooting against anything good to happen, you know, because that, you know, it generates clicks and it runs their business to increase uh, panic I mean, and-
0: I mean, I'll never forget this. This is about maybe
1: almost 20 years ago now.
0: There was a plane. I was heading to Los Angeles Airport, and it could not get its land its front landing gear down. And it was coming in for landing. They couldn't. It was circled around Los Angeles for like two hours. Oh, and it they couldn't get it. It, 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 was, it was running out of fuel. They 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 empty as much fuel as they can. And Now it had to land. So. All the networks broke in for the landing. They cleared airspace out of Los Angeles. They had, like, emergency foam. They had all the, like, ambulances lined up on this runway where it was coming in. And the pilot did this this landing. Did this? There were some sparks on the, uh, the nose cone as it landed. But it was as good and as safe as landing as you could possibly get under the circumstances. Nobody got hurt. And it was almost like there was a sign of dis- disappointment from the media that this plane landed safely. And it was like one, like two minutes, and there's the plane land safely. Well, that doesn't that end our story here. Looks like everyone's getting off for it safely. Yeah, well, there's nothing more to say. It was almost like the media wanted to see that plane disintegrate and crash in a fireball.
1: Yeah, because chaos literally generates their business. That's what they want. Like- it,
0: it's, it's like that. Did it, it was a, it wasn't a movie that that was a big hit, but it was a, there was a line in it. It was a movie where uh, with uh, Robert De Niro plays a, a veteran New York cop. Uh, who is it? I forgot who else is in. It. Ed Burns is in it, and uh, Kelsey Grammer plays a sensa- sensationalized like uh, the the cable news guy. And he was talking, then he goes, he goes. I need a better story. If it bleeds, it leads.
1: Yeah, seriously. That is really how things are. And, like, everyone's got, you know, they said Trump and, and Fauci and everyone else was like, we're like, yeah, we're targeting a flexible date of, of Easter, of around Easter. And uh, the media's going, oh, how are you going to open up an Easter? How are you going to do this? You're risking all that. And they said, they literally said, even Fauci said, he's a doctor, he said, flexible Meaning, if things don't get better by then, then we're not gonna start integrating people back into society. They don't, they,
0: they don't listen, they don't listen. They don't, they don't, li- they have their agenda. And they don't listen.
1: They have selective hearing, that's the problem.
0: Meanwhile, de Blasio says, we should shut down forever. If the economy crashes, it, it dies, it's a good thing. And they go, and, then, and then, they, then they have like angels coming up. And there's a truly heroic leadership
1: that we need.
0: <laughs> the sky is falling, the sky is falling. That's the leadership we need.
1: <laughs> Frank, Frank. the problem is, like, now – so now de Blasio said he's going to start shutting down, like, two streets here and there at a time to kind of, like, contain this thing. But the problem is, why didn't he shut down New York in the first place? Because New Jersey is the second worst state right now with the amount of cases because everyone from New York City flocked back to their homes in the suburbs in New Jersey, and that's why we're getting hit so hard.
0: Did you, uh, did you hear what they, uh, they were doing in California now? They're thinking about shutting off water and power.
1: Oh Jesus! Why would they do that? What is the context there? For uh, like the uh, businesses that, re- that refuse to close, they're gonna shut down water and power of those businesses. Yeah. What businesses are refusing to close?
0: I don't know, but it. it, it I mean, I, I, I. I'm fearing, as, as I said. Six weeks ago, when this thing started to, 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 to like become a, a story, I said, "What scares me more is the reaction than the, this, the virus itself." And it's it, it's like, we're, the, the, it, 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 I, I honestly think if if like like somebody announced uh, the, if somehow uh, Trump and uh, Pence die and Nancy Pelosi becomes president, she declares that all future. Presidential elections and uh, democracy is closed. Nobody's allowed to have any money. We're in charge. You have nothing that she would be fully embraced.
1: So what's the difference between uh, that and right now, Frank? I mean, we're all on lockdown and under control. <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh
0: No, but making it permanent, even when <laughs> things are back. That the, that you have to, that, that you, and that you have, to take, you have to walk to work every day. You can't even drive anymore.
1: I'm really surprised that they came to an agreement for this uh, relief bill.
0: Oh, there's, there's so much pork in it it's not funny it, 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 it's almost like they, it's almost like they play chicken now it, it, its literally it's, 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 it's like they grab something uh, grab somebody by the wrist and like put like a gun to someone's head uh, i it, 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 we have the most shameful politicians oh yeah and, 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 and these uh these four these four senators that uh, said that they uh, will not uh, that that uh, got rich that did all the uh, witching ball got rid of all the uh,
1: the insider traders
0: yeah yeah you know that's not illegal
1: why not because
0: senators and congressmen are allowed to do it
1: they're allowed to use insider trading yes says who? Yeah
0: the rules they don't have to live by the rules that we that they set.
1: Are you yeah. making a ju- are you making no, a joke? No, I'm not here making a...
0: a joke. There's actually a, a constitutional amendment that's passed like most states it's 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 almost it's a, it's only like uh, two or three states away from being ratified by the states but it's never passed Congress.
1: So why are they being reprimanded?
0: Oh, they could be reprimanded but it's not an official reprimand. They're only being recommended by the press.
1: Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's a death sentence in their own because, you know, they'll, they'll beat the dead horse over and over and over and over again until the next pandemic.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, uh, so basically, if it, this thing called the 28th Amendment which, uh, the, that they're trying to get passed, and, and to me, I don't understand why it's not passed. It will basically mean all rules that are passed For uh, businesses, must apply to any member of the Congress and the Senate. And uh, among one of the rules that they uh, that they also that's also in this thing is any pay raise cannot be passed, cannot apply to a senator until the next senator replaces them.
1: So. it's all corrupt. Like I just, I'm not a bad
0: politician. This is, this is never passed the Senate. It's, 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 it's passing almost all the state legislatures. It's got thirty-five of fifty states already passed it.
1: Frank, did you hear that Fauci was saying that uh, it's definitely possible that this could become like a seasonal thing? We could get a seasonal pandemic.
0: I know that they're saying they did well. Let's see if they get these damn cures out there. And, 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 and I think that we, we really need to start looking at, at – we just – we can't stay inside forever. We can't no. – d- 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 it will kill us.
1: I really think that this will probably go on for a month, maybe a little more, um, and then they'll start integrating you know people back into society slower and slower with businesses because obviously the economy – cannot survive for that much longer, you know, under these circumstances.
0: I, li- I like what Donald Trump said yesterday. He said yesterday, he said, uh, we're worried about this pandemic, but people, if they don't, if they lose their jobs, we might have to start worrying about uh, a suicide pandemic.
1: Yeah, seriously. I didn't even hear him say that, but I mean, they were saying that. Yeah, obviously, unemployment rate goes up so, and the poverty rates go up, so do the suicide rates.
0: And it's like they don't care. They don't care. it's it, 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 it I, I actually think there's actually a segment that wants the economy to crash and burn. So they could uh, in, in, j- just take over everything. And I'm talking about the AOCs of the world. The Omar's of the world. Yeah.
1: It's it's uh it's really not good. Well, it, you know, anyway you slice it. And the thing is we've been doing this now for almost two weeks. You know, we're coming up on a week and a half of doing this, and, like, what has changed? Like, we haven't flattened the curve yet. Like, the U.S. now is the most infected country, and...
0: Oh, no, the, the, uh, well, we're just testing more now. That's why the curve is still going up.
1: Yeah, it's just... But then, like, did you see, like, this kid from New Jersey, uh, this lacrosse player, is 25. Um, he's on, in a, you know, medical-induced coma, and, like, there are a lot of kids, like, even, like, my age who are healthy who are, who are like, in comas and on uh, ventilators and barely breathing, it's like they don't really report on that kind of stuff, and, like, that's really the scary part about this.
0: Well, they're saying this malaria drug Mm. under a doctor's care could help.
1: Hydroxychloroquine, yeah. Of
0: course, the stupid fucking moron in fucking Arizona saw, ooh, I got hosychotic also in in my fish tank. Let me eat it.
1: Yeah, well, her husband died. There was this couple in the 60s. <laughs> the husband died. They didn't even have the virus. They were just so scared of getting it, which, like, isn't – you can't take it and prevent And
0: in the news video. Donald Trump has murdered him. Down, down, down. Donald yeah. Trump murdered Donald Trump murdered him. New York Times. Bang! 59-inch headlines. Trump murders Arizona
1: couple. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, and then all the replies were like to the NBC reporter, they're like, see, this is why Trump's not a doctor. You can't listen to him. And and, and,
0: and then, like, in the last paragraph, it was not the right one. It wasn't the right one, and it was not under a doctor's order. But that's Donald Trump's fault.
1: Yeah, she waited until the 12th tweet of the thread, blaming it on Donald Trump to finally say, uh, they did not take the drug, they drank fish tank cleaner. Like, yeah, I don't remember Trump telling me to drink fish tank cleaner.
0: And he didn't say, don't uh, do it on your own. He didn't say go to the fucking pharmacy and pick up anything. He said go to the doctor. And he said the doctor should be handing it out. And people...
1: People are stupid. And, you know, natural selection weeds out the morons. So, like, that's kind of what it did there.
0: Uh, But you know what? The morons now are protected. They're a protected class.
1: It's because the media uses them as victims and, and you know, puppetizes them, you know, to, to put their own spin on it. They're always victimizing somebody. That's literally what the media does.
0: The, the media is evil.
1: It's, it's one, evil. And, Frankly, it's one side of the media who does it. We know, we know who does it. We know who loves to victimize and, you know, needs to have the, the weaklings and, and the less fortunate. It's, they, it's, they, it's because
0: they want to create a bubble of socialism, of just, just like, everyone's gotta be in the, in the cradle, in the nanny state. Nanny, nanny, nanny. Hurry you hi baby. I'm the tree top. You don't need freedom. We'll make it stop. We'll tell you what to eat, think, and drink because you're just a baby and we are in control. We'll get on the money, you'll get indentured servitude who don't even think about showing attitude. We are the government and the media and you're just a baby for us. And meanwhile the millennials just go mm. sing to us again, mommy! Sing to us again, mommy! <laughs>
1: It's really like they do target, you know, a certain group and certain groups of people who are, like, easily influenced and, like, being told, oh, this side's bad and this side's good and we're on your side and we're trying to help you. And we're trying to show everyone what how you're victimized. You know and-
0: what the uh, most frightening words in the English language are? Help me? I'm, I'm from the government and I'm here to help.
1: God, yeah. I remove the government part and then maybe I'll start believing you because, like... Mm. It's really it's what That's actually that's,
0: yeah, that's an actual quote from Ronald Reagan by the way.
1: What that whole part or, or the government just the government part.
0: I'm from the government yeah the, uh, the, the his the actual quote is the nine scariest words in the uh, uh, the in the English language is I'm from the government and I'm here to help.
1: Ronald Reagan was you know he definitely had his faults but like he was he was one of the <sighs> best presidents they ever had
0: yeah you, you don't know how great it was when he was president you you weren't born yet but he was he was just everything i everything everything i want in a president was what he was he i mean he just was imagine someone like donald trump without the 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 like anger and the um <laughs> passive aggressiveness. But except a, a, a kindly grandfather who knew when to comfort, when to comfort, knew to, to kick ass, when to kick ass.
1: Exactly. That's what we need, a strong leader who can kick ass. Like, honestly, like Obama was a good PR guy. He was a great speaker. That's why so many people like him. He's a likable guy. Um, but I mean, he's a career politician. Like, how many times did we get attacked on American soil? How many times did our troops get attacked overseas? Uh, Benghazi, all these different things like Obama. Really, it felt like this country during the Obama era specifically. And it was the and term, it's easy
0: it's easy to do uh the PR work when the in him the press uh, the press actually wants to looks up and likes him. I I, I, mean, I mean to some members of the press, Obama could have literally stood up on a desk and took in a shit and it would have Talked about how genius it was.
1: Oh, Barack, you're so <laughs> great. How, look at your significant other the way Barack Obama looks at Joe Biden, and it's like, yeah, now Sleepy Joe's running. He's already been caught lying five times, and he has dementia. Like people are really going to sign vote for him just because he's not Trump. Like
0: he's he and basically the uh, the, the the view is now basically become the uh, the uh, Joe 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 Biden show and all the interview people you're such a hero to us. You, you might have said something wrong there, but, you know, I understand the situation. Isn't that what you really meant? And they, like, shake his head. He goes, oh, yeah, that's what I actually meant.
1: Seriously, <laughs> and, like, Frank, he did not have the money to be funding his campaign, and people are secretly funding his entire campaign, which is illegal. They're giving well, him money. That
0: doesn't matter. That doesn't matter.
1: It's it's illegal. You cannot you cannot have yeah. It doesn't matter to them because it's Joe Biden. But like, you cannot have illegal an illegally funded campaign. and That's exactly what he's uh, done. Uh, what uh, he's uh,
0: on. No. I mean, they they impeached Donald Trump. They impeached Donald Trump for doing what Joe Biden did to get his son off of an investigation in the Ukraine.
1: Please tell that story.
0: Well, the reason why Donald Trump wanted Bo Biden investigated is because Joe Biden threatened to withhold aid to Ukraine when Barack Obama was president unless a um, district attorney or whatever, an attorney that was investigating a company that Bo Biden was invested in was fired from being the head uh, investigator in the Ukraine.
1: So, what they like had a feeling because he was invested in this company that, yeah, he was giving them information or what? What do you, yeah, think?
0: yeah, that that Bo Biden was like in, invested in the, and the company was under investigation from the Ukraine for illegal doings and, uh. And, he, and Joe Biden actually uh, bragged about doing this. There's actually a clip of it on the Internet of him bragging about it. And, of course, Donald Trump says, you know, you might want to look into that. And, of course, the media goes, <laughs> <laughs> and the taxons, alarm sound. And that's what the whole impeachment thing was about, was Trump wanted him to look into what, Bo, what uh, Joe Biden did with this Bo Biden stuff.
1: The problem is, like, everything's so one-sided. Like, they think just because one right, one wrong, they think makes a right. That's really what they think.
0: I mean, uh, it, d- 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 I, I can't trust anything I hear on any news media anymore. It's all agenda. There's no straight news anymore. It's all agenda all the time.
1: Yeah, that's really true. And
0: um, You can't trust anything. Anything you hear on the news. You can't trust anything.
1: But, well, Frank, also, like, Joe Biden's a career politician. And, like, he's part of the problem in this country. Like, uh, uh, why yeah, would uh, people elect him?
0: And, and you know what the thing is? With the, uh, yeah, In 1988, he ran for president and uh, had to bow out because he got caught plagiarizing.
1: Exactly. He's been caught doing numerous things. He lied about being arrested for marching for Nelson Mandela. Lied about being arrested for marching for civil rights. Like, he literally has dementia
0: uh d- 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 there's just no honesty in the media coverage there is just none uh, uh, and it's, it 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 it's, it's terrifying that people just like like just like uh, everything everything that's said in the media and uh,
1: no, but you know what, Frank? That reporter from NBC got me fired up that about that fish tank story because she literally did not tell actually what happened until the final tweet of the thread, like twelve tweets in. Uh, yeah, it, it bothers me because like stuff like that has like sixty thousand favorites, and then everyone just like like they they they
0: they read just the headlines just so like really, they don't read the fact that it wasn't the right medicine. It wasn't prescribed by a doctor.
1: It wasn't medicine. It was fish tank cleaner, which (laughs) had chemicals in it. (laughs) Deadly chemicals in it. Cleaning chemicals. Poisonous. Like, you gotta be some fucking another form, life form of stupid to fucking think that it'd be okay to fucking consume that in your body. Imagine the IQ of that couple. Uh, God. Was her name, uh, High McDonough? Don't you don't know. get that joke I don't understand that joke now
0: people who watch the movie uh, raising Arizona would get it
1: yeah well Breck, mm-hmm. let's move off to the topic of politics we, we uh,
0: get- well let's 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 actually stay in politics for at least partial politics of one thing the most corrupt organization in the world who would that be I'm talking about... The NCAA, the NCAA, the National Communist Against Athletes.
1: Oh, yeah. You know yeah.
0: The, the, the NCAA. Uh, uh, a student athlete can't, can't fucking deliver a pizza because it might be corrupting. But, but <laughs> damn, damn, he won't. We we won't give him a penny. But we'll fucking sell his fucking jersey for, for uh, fifty billion dollars to fifty billion people. But you know, good God. Good God, you can't. The athlete can't make one fucking cent. And good God, Trevor Lawrence, you know you—it's an NCAA violation. Your eligibility might be gone if you do this raising money for your uh, the the COVID nineteen. You see, we're the NCAA. We must take ninety-seven percent off the top.
1: Yeah, I mean the thing is, uh, Trevor Lawrence has made a ton of money for the NCAA over the last two years. He's basically their poster boy right now. Quarterbacker Clemson going to back-to-back national titles and him and his girlfriend started GoFundMe, you know, for a COVID relief and the NCAA shuts it down. Like, really, like the NCAA didn't even have the courtesy to at least or the decency to just say, hey, you can't do this because you're a student athlete, but we will take it over and, and run this fund. Why wouldn't they just do that? Like, they instead, they just because shut it down. Because
0: they are like, fucking evil and corrupt.
1: Yeah, it's really ridiculous. Like, imagine, like, all the money they make off Trevor Lawrence, but Trevor Lawrence can't use his platform for good because he's under their restrictions during a pandemic. Like, it's really, really messed up.
0: And it's almost like, you don't dare. I can almost picture Emperor Palpatine. You don't dare go against the NCAA. (laughs) <laughs> we got unlimited power.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really messed up. Like they need to be called out even harder than they have been. Like nobody likes them to begin with. Like,
0: what do you mean? This is like this is like the the assholes that are like like running these like towns. Hey, little girl. You're running a lemonade stand? You're gonna get a thousand dollar fine. We're gonna teach you that you're not allowed to do anything without giving us at least 35%. You see, if that guy over there does that, we call him a monster and it's racketeering. But we're the government and we can do anything we want. Because we got unlimited power.
1: With unlimited power comes unlimited corruption, Frank.
0: Well, you know, uh, you know, you know what one of the big problems with uh, New Jersey Transit and anything in New Jersey is is how they actually do the budgeting. They take that, they take the dollars and they go one for New Jersey Transit, one for me. One two for New Jersey Transit, one two. For me, <laughs> I mean that's literally how budgeting is done in New Jersey.
1: Frank, do you miss NJ Transit though? Like, would you would you ride NJ Transit just to get out of this pandemic?
0: If I had to go to New York only, <laughs> <laughs> I don't ride. I don't trust any New Jersey Transit, anything in the state. If I'm going anywhere within the state, I'm gonna try. Maybe if I go to LA City or so, but other than that, no, I'm not gonna. No,
1: no. Nick, I mean Nick, even said that he missed NJ Transit just because I think he's ready to uh, he's ready to get back to work. He's been on babysitting duty all day.
0: Oh, God, <laughs> the, the 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 parents with the kids that now also have the kids there. You know, the, 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 the what you would call social social isolation with uh, with, uh your, the only thing you have is your family, your work. You can't do anything. There's nothing on TV. Yeah, pretty soon you're gonna be see people typing up. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. All work and no play makes Homer
1: something something. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, Frank, you and I are lucky we don't have kids during this pandemic. Uh- I see you've been dealing with uh, you know the the uh, social distancing in different ways. You uh, cooked up some hamburger helpers, and I didn't, you? Yes, I did. And and that's uh,
0: because I canceled my uh, Lent this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it's Wednesday, so you're not. Yeah,
0: no, well, uh, I was gonna give up. I actually was planning on giving up uh, hamburger helper of Lent.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I guess I guess Lent isn't happening since the churches are closed.
0: I mean, what the fuck, you know, screw I, it. I, I've done some uh, restaurant ordering to help try to keep people in business. Uh, I've tried to do mostly local places, although that's not working out too well. I end up usually going to, like, a, a chain, but
1: I guess chains need help, too. Have you like, uh, ordered in any from any local pizza places? I haven't done pizza yet. I've
0: done, though, uh, I did... Uh, Ribs from TGI Friday yesterday. Mm. I uh, actually had a hamburger for lunch today from uh, Five Guys.
1: These are all deli- they're all delivered to your window. All delivered to the window. <laughs> <sighs> Frank, you, <sighs> you got to support your local businesses. I mean, the delis and the pizza places, and you know they make the world go round.
0: Yeah, but they're not on. Uh... They're not on Uber Eats.
1: Well, that's something that's definitely got to change, especially with this, everything that's going on.
0: I mean, I I actually would have rather have gone to, uh, uh, whatchamacall, a uh, local rib place for ribs yesterday, but none of them were open. So, Frank, would you... None of them were on Uber Eats, I should say.
1: Would you order food to go, would you go pick up food or would you go... Like, do any of these local places they don't deliver, even, like, off Uber Eats?
0: Ah, uh, that might be a little bit of a pain. I mean, I would go through a drive through but I wouldn't uh, necessarily get up and out of my car.
1: So you're playing it safe?
0: Yeah. Well, not, it's not that I'm afraid of the pandemic. It's just it's just a pain in the ass.
1: Have you been going for walks or anything, or have you been staying cooped up?
0: I'm just cooped up. I'm going to try to get... Uh, Hit the uh, storage mall. Get a few items. Do my normal shopping, not panic shopping.
1: What's on the grocery list?
0: Uh, Let's see. I'm out of bouillon cubes. So I need to get bouillon cubes. Uh, I'm going to get some meats. Uh, Let me see. Uh, uh, Iced tea. I need some iced tea. I'm running out of uh, Turkey Hill iced tea or... The equivalent uh, store brand. Uh, uh, let's see. We got uh, Pepsi's on sale. So I'm going to get some Pepsi's. Uh, might get some Sprite. Because Sprite's also on sale. Um, might get some Snapple <laughs> what That's about on sale. Food, Oreos.
1: Frank, yeah, I was going to say, what about food supply, Frank? You. Uh... <laughs> what are you Pork up chops for? are on sale So
0: I might get pork chops Very You nice. see, I buy things I typically buy things when they're on sale That's why I always have the uh, the circular Candy
1: Are you a cold cuts guy, Frank? Yeah,
0: from here and there Ooh, here's something Oven stuffer roaster from Purdue If uh-huh. no one comes and fucking cords it I'll get that That sounds delicious I got my uh, rotating uh, rotator over here my uh, ooh, Ronco rotisserie.
1: That's right. Frank, you should order a uh, Boston Market this weekend.
0: Uh, maybe, maybe. Do you have one near you? Well, yeah, I have one near
1: me, but it's a little
0: almost at the edge of the de- delivery area.
1: You, you got me thinking about that when you brought up the roast history thing, and now I'm thinking about their chicken. Yeah, and but if I, Purdue, and
0: if I get to Purdue uh, oven stuff or roaster, then I'll have it for myself. I'll make it myself, It only, and I'll just have, um, and I'll have leftovers for another day after that.
1: Yeah, that's fair. And uh, you got me thinking about their mac and cheese, though. I love their uh, – they have the springy noodle mac and cheese. That's the best.
0: Uh, I'm not a
1: big mac and cheese guy, but – Cornbread. Well, I – didn't know that. Why are you not a mac and cheese guy, Frank? I'm just not a big fan of it. I've never actually
0: had it homemade. Maybe that's why. Maybe my uh, impersonations of uh, mac and cheese are limited to uh, that stupid blue box, which Craft. I think tastes like trash.
1: <laughs> it is trash. I used to love that, obviously, growing up. But, um, you know, I don't eat it anymore.
0: But uh, uh, when it comes to sides, I'd rather have um, green beans. I'd rather have corn. I'd rather have... Stuffing, I'd rather have mashed potatoes.
1: Right. Okay. Corn cornbread. That's good too. A little little dinner roll. Frank, homemade mac and cheese though, and I haven't had it too many times in my life, but like a nice penne with like thick melted cheese on it is really, really good.
0: You see, my yeah, my parents never made that. They only made the blue box, so I don't even know a mac and cheese recipe.
1: Same with my with my family too they never made a homemade I, I had a friend uh my friend's mother actually used to make the best homemade mac and cheese and that and boston market are like my two favorites I'd so
0: say. when i think about mac and cheese now i might ha- now i'll have it in a tv dinner from time to time if it's in a tv dinner but it's just nothing that i really go gaga over so i've never really had the urgent urgency to make so it's nothing i really go out for so well, when fact- i made so when i pull pool- when i uh, go for the sides at, uh, Boston market, and fortunately, they've been spotty with the damn uh, stuffing. They took it away, and then they brought it back temporarily, then they take it away, they bring it back temporarily. I'd rather have stuffing. I'd rather have mashed potatoes.
1: I'd rather that, have the corn. What Would you ever attempt making a homemade mac and cheese on Tank's Cooks? Uh, maybe. I, I, I might consider it. I think that would probably come out pretty good, uh, and I'm sure people would love to watch that.
0: Well, I experimented with corned beef this week. How'd that go? Eh, it was all right. Not a big corned beef guy. Of course, I hate cabbage, so it was just corned beef, not
1: no cabbage. Uh-huh. Would you eat it on a sandwich or?
0: No, I had it with uh, the mashed potatoes and uh, gravy, and I had a vegetable on the side.
1: Oh, that's right. I did I did see that picture, and people were were pretty excited to see that.
0: <laughs> yes, I, yes, I, yes I, don't, I just, the smell of cabbage even bothers me.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big cabbage guy. You like Brussels sprouts, Frank? No, the smell of
0: that bothers me, too.
1: <laughs> it doesn't really have a smell, though. No, it's got the same smell. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I haven't really come in contact with too much cabbage, but I, I am a Brussels sprouts guy.
0: You see, you're not half Italian, half Irish, that's why.
1: Yeah, I'm only 25.
0: So, uh, it's the Irishness that, that I get that from. And, uh, boy, I remember living in an apartment in Newark every, uh, like, right around uh, St. Patrick's Day. That smell was just, just everywhere, that fucking cabbage smell.
1: Ugh. Growing up? Yeah. So you're one of the original, like, Newark fam. Like, you, you grew up in Newark?
0: Until I was 10.
1: Yeah, that's funny. That's like, well, that's like what they talk about in, like, The Sopranos, where Tony grew up. Like, as the OG families in, in Newark, you know, back in the day. My grandmother lived in Newark until the uh, bitter end. Yeah, the gold, yeah, the bitter end. That's one way to put it. Yeah, the golden age of Newark.
0: I mean, she she lived in Newark her whole life. And then uh, my father grew up on 10th Street.
1: What about your time there, Frank? What do you remember from that? Huh, I remember the
0: neighborhood started really deteriorating right around the time we moved to Bloomfield in 1986.
1: So did you move, when you moved to Bloomfield, was it, it was during the Mets World Series run? Uh, a couple of months before. A couple of months before. So do you remember, your first, like, early memories in Bloomfield were watching the Mets go to the World Series and win?
0: Yes, in fact, the, uh, by the time we moved to Bloomfield, they were already up uh, by, like, 16, 17 games at the end of June.
1: And that's something we've never experienced in my lifetime.
0: I mean... I mean, uh, I remember the uh, the 86 Mets video. I still have it somewhere in a little uh, cabinet over here. The actual VHS video of uh, Let's Go Mets, which had the making of Let's Go Mets.
1: Oh, I know I know that video.
0: And they had, like, the guys are talking, goes, the, the Mets can lose tonight, they'll still be up by 20 games.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's how the Yankees are every season, and, like, that's why it's just like, it's not. I wouldn't say it's boring in a way, but like watching them just beat like the Royals, the Rays, the A's, the Orioles, like every night, and like even if they lose a game, it's not uh, a big deal. Uh, I, it never, is kind of boring.
0: I'll never forget that they had the Butch and McCall. The I'm looking at a commercial. They're having a chess set of presidents, the Republicans and Democrats. And you know, like the pawns are the uh donkeys and the uh elephants and they have like all the different uh the, the characters are a different type of presents. Oh my god. <laughs> Do people actually buy this crap?
1: I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> Frank. Frank, wanna hear my earliest memory of when I first moved into my house? Guess whose rookie year it was? <clears throat> This is going to be an easy this is an easy one if you think about it.
0: the house you live in now or the house you lived in years ago
1: the house I live in now we moved in uh, in 2004. Oh David Wright nope close I guess it was David technically it was David Wright's rookie year but no um, well I guess right when we moved in yes mm-hmm. but really what the person I'm thinking about though of course is referencing is Eli Manning's rookie year.
0: Oh, well, you see, we're talking
1: about baseball, so I'm focused on baseball. Yeah,
0: but... But, yeah, it was
1: David Wright's rookie year. It was both of them. That's right. That's right. And Jose Reyes played second, and Kaz Matsui played shortstop that year.
0: And, yeah, and and playing second caused uh, injuries.
1: Yeah, I... Why is that? I... Like, like why why was he so injured? I think... I don't think it was the position, I, I just, like, I think he just had injury problems early on. and
0: Yeah, you know, that's what it was. It was you more than
1: know, that. he had leg issues, and then he was fine, and then. And,
0: and, and, and what was funny is that whole season, uh, he got hurt, and it was almost like uh, that nobody knew when he was going to come back, and it was like, uh, and, uh, or how he's iffy at best. He's Ugh. iffy at best.
1: God. Yeah, Frank, I'm fortunate enough that, like, I was young back then to where, like, I didn't have the attention span to watch baseball. I didn't start watching baseball.
0: You know, Art Art Howe tried to sue the producers of uh, Moneyball? Why? He felt uh, his character was assassinated by Philip Seymour
1: Hoffman. Assassinated? Yeah. I think they portrayed him pretty well.
0: They portrayed portrayed him as an asshole in uh, Moneyball.
1: Yeah, but, like, he was still, like, a good character. Like, I don't think I would be pissed if I watched that.
0: Oh, no, he was pissed. He, was, he wanted to see if he could sue.
1: Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> you know. Speaking of baseball, Frank, um, obviously, we got caught up in different topics. But, like, we do have, obviously, huge news that dropped <sighs> yesterday and disappointing news. You know, not only the fact that, like, opening day is going to happen tomorrow.
0: Never, a net. Every year, it's the same old thing, someone tears his elbow off his bone, we'll never know what a healthy season looks like, it's the same old story, every single fucking year the same old story each and every fucking year the same old story
1: (sighs) yeah i mean this was the worst news we could have gotten like no it's
0: in the car that's why when they showed him chiseled like he was fucking i went "Oh, oh god no
1: well yeah, this is again like he put he on...
0: Had, this guy has no fucking clue how to take care of his body. You know, these injuries did not happen when you were fucking doing twelve inch curls.
1: The thing is, twenty seventeen he packed on muscle to add velocity this towards last. This
0: is the only exercise pitchers should do. I don't have a drink here with me, but I just have my uh uh bobblehead of uh I actually ordered this off of eBay this week. Uh,
1: they What's gave this away.
0: They gave this away recently uh, to Dr. J as uh, Black Panther.
1: Very cool. Um, yeah, Frank, I mean, Syndergaard, he packed on muscle in 2017. He packed on muscle in 2019.
0: And what does he do? He did. He packed on muscle in 2017 and he fucking tore his lap because he was had no fucking flexibility with Pitcher's knee.
1: Yeah, but it's like he didn't learn his lesson. Like, he learned in the short term, and then this year, you know, he's like, you know what, I'm going to add velocity. I need my slider to be hard again. Uh, Let me work out like an NFL tight end. And, like, he was pitching great this spring, Frank. He looked amazing. He looked like he was primed for a huge year. Finally, you know, it's been a while. He's suffered through injuries the last couple of years. And, you know, had it not been for the shutdown for the coronavirus, we would have known about this. But apparently right before they shut things down, he started to experience Discomfort in his elbow and then he got the test and he even got a second opinion and it really confirmed the worst. That,
0: that man has no fucking clue what the fuck he is doing when it comes to fucking – they used to not even allow pitchers to lift weights. They used to not allow pitchers to lift weights. Or yeah. If they, or if they lift weights, they could only do like the curls. They couldn't do 500-pound breast print, bench presses. They could do the curls. They were, they limited what weight pitchers could lift because they would destroy their arms. Now all these pitchers come out jacked and what? Good golly, oh Molly! They're destroying their arms! Good golly! <laughs> yeah, okay, Boomer. Okay, okay. Don't lift weights. You might destroy your arm. Okay, Boomer. Oh God, I fucking hate these fucking boxes.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not good. It takes the rotation from being like one of the best in the league to mediocre. Honestly, they have Rick Porcello and Michael Walker now at four and five, coming off horrible years. And they have uh, Michael
0: know This is Michael Walker's going to be. predictions is not this year. They're going to play a hundred games and they're going to go 20, 21 and seventy-nine. And uh, twenty, and you're going to have uh, and uh, and uh, no Gary Cohn. It's going to be uh, Chris Collin doing the games. Twenty-one seventy-nine is just fine. And they have. And let's have Fran Healy with him. It's the bat- return of Fran Healy. Mets down, 4-2 to two on the McDonald's scoreboard. I'm loving it! <laughs> he actually used to say it like that. When the Mets were winning, McDonald's scoreboard and the Mets were up 4-1. to one. When they were losing, I'm <laughs> loving it! He was like, you know to have like, uh, John Sterling is such a homer, it, it, it's it's sickening. Yeah. Fran Healy was a rotor. He actually rooted for the uh, other team. Oh, you got to love those dimples on Andrew Jones as he flams the Mets. The Mets just can't keep up with the Joneses. He not- actually he actually said this during the 1999 pennant race. The Braves are hipper because they've got chipper.
1: Yeah, the thing is, it sounds like uh, that fucking clown, Matty E. Halt, who was on the Mets beat for a couple years, and now he's off of it because literally all he did was just bash the team, nonstop and rooted for them to lose. Now, finally, his whiny ass is off the beat. Thank God. Like, I just don't understand that. Like, there are certain beat reporters who cover teams who root against the team and, like, want them to lose. Like, it's a lot more fun to cover a team when they're winning. Everybody's in a better mood. You know why? Because they're fucking fans are probably rivals or just someone pissed them off. Like, they're just fucking bitter. They think that people will read them more if things are bad. It's all about the clicks.
0: That's why. Well, the same thing with the fucking regular media. Sports media is not much fucking better.
1: No, it's it's the same, and I've learned that you know in the in the past couple months, like I've I've really learned that it is it is the same as normal media. They all act the same. There are certain sides, and, and people have certain agendas, and and it's really it's the same game. Just just it's about sports.
0: Ah, oh,
1: God, Frank. That- speaking of Chris Carlin, uh, your boy. He had a suggestion to bring back. He said the Mets should bring back Matt Harvey.
0: <laughs> Matt Harvey doesn't want to come back. He doesn't give a fuck. He he didn't. If Matt Harvey comes back, then it has to be under the, the has to be a minority contract. Has to be the strictest the uh, circumstances that he does everything that the Mets tell him to do. He does not smoke. He's quit smoking. I don't know if he's still smoking, but I know he. They were worried about his smoking habits when he was at the Mets. And he just got—he's got to uh, get the desire back. I mean, I don't know if the desire is even there.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think the desire's there. There was a video of him throwing, and he looked pretty good actually from the other day.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but the thing—I is- saw that
0: little—that that little girl swung the bat and uh, hit the home run when. Uh, Use a telescope to see it leaving.
1: Well, the thing is, like, he definitely wants to be back. Just no team wants him. It's like the Mets. If they sign to a minor league deal, they really don't have anything to lose. And like, well,
0: honestly, if, if that's
1: what the, if that if that's what happens, that's what happens. It didn't but ha- has to be a minor league deal, Frank. It will sell tickets, so that's why you know that maybe they'll do it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they ended on great terms, though. So that's the other thing. So maybe it doesn't happen. But um, you know, there when he, is, when, the, when he came back, I booed. I respect mm-hmm. Matt Harvey for what he did. He came back off Tommy John, pitched the most innings ever, uh, you know, led them to a World Series and pitched his heart out and then his arm off and then started to break down with the TOS and everything else after because of what he did. You know, he sacrificed his arm to get the Mets to the Mets uh, I don't buy that. I think he I think he did that. I think he just lost desire. I don't uh, Frank, I honestly think that his arm was shot. And that's why the thing is, like if they bring him back, what does he have left? He probably doesn't have much left.
0: Well, we'll see. I doubt they'll bring him back.
1: <laughs> I doubt it, too. And that, and that's honestly, it's because I feel like he does nothing left. Um, Yeah, one minor silver lining in this is like top pros, pitching prospect and former number one pick, David Peterson. Cueing David Peterson, the floor is yours. He hasn't pitched a game in A yet, but like, Speed up your development. You're turning 25
0: in September. Well, what? the the, the Mets might actually might need uh, David Peterson and a lot more pitchers. Did uh, did you hear what the proposals are doing? They're thinking about doing?
1: No.
0: Uh, the uh, GM or owner of the uh, Blue Jays came up with this proposal to try to play as many games as possible, loading up on double headers. Oh, I did. Hear double that. headers. I mean, the double headers, not nine inning double headers, seven inning double headers.
1: I didn't hear the seven-inning part, but I heard that they might do doubleheaders once a week.
0: Uh, seven-inning doubleheaders is what's typically what happens in the minors.
1: Uh, I didn't know that. But, yeah, the thing is, Frank, David Peterson pitched really well this uh, this spring training, oh, no. and he added he added velocity, and they really could use him in the rotation, especially next year, because next year, Stroman's going to be a, pe- a free agent, and it's really going to be DeGrom and Matt, and that's it. Everyone else is going to be—the other three will be free agents, and Syndergaard will still be recovering from Tommy John.
0: Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, but I, I, truly think that there, that that there, there will be doubleheaders this year, and I think uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing. They said, to, to schedule catch doubleheaders all the time." I remember doubleheaders being scheduled.
1: Yeah, I mean, it used wh- to be
0: every team used to play. Do you know what used to be? Uh, you know what used to be the big baseball tradition? What doubleheaders on Memorial Day? Double headers on uh, uh, Independence Day and double headers
1: on Labor Day. Yeah, that's, every that's, team play double headers. That's a cool idea, but now everyone's arm falls off, and they all have to get time Because
0: to yes, and I, and I and I told you why everyone's arm falls off. They're sort of too muscle bound.
1: It's that, and also like they pitch for three teams during an entire calendar a year, and they they blow out their arms. Young, they're overworked. Yeah,
0: uh, the, 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 these these travel teams. Uh, the, 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 they're, they're, these kids are better off when they played uh, football or basketball or hockey in the off season.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. It actually I've spoken to certain athletic trainers too who have said that uh, that like it, it benefits the athlete to be playing multiple sports during the year. I follow this
0: guy sports. on Twitter and Facebook. His name is like he's a trainer. He lives in New Jersey. Uh-huh. His name is like Ray Salome. Salome. oh uh-huh. and he has an eleven year old son. Who he just tweets pictures out every day of this kid working out, and he wants to he wants to make the majors as a catcher. This kid. That's not easy. Uh, no, it's no, it's
1: easiest path to the majors. Well, it's not easy because it's like a, it takes a physical toll on you.
0: Oh, it does. But there's such a dirt of catchers. If this kid's got any ability at all, he's gonna make it.
1: Yeah, and he's hit. on
0: travel team, so he is pretty. easy. he is actually a pretty good player. This kid. Uh-huh. But he also plays hockey, well, and he like like and he like tweets out and and he's this guy's like this guy's a physical trainer, and he's like putting his kids through like every day. He, like he puts out like a two or three minute video of his son working out for the day. Uh huh. I mean, but th- 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 I noticed that that he does have him do other sports.
1: You know, Bryce Harper was a catcher coming up. Remember that? Yep. And of course, he was too good to be a catcher. Yep. That's right. So, Frank, I believe that's all we have for tonight. Uh, I believe we're out of time. So uh, take us away with a little song. I don't believe we have asked no the tank. No
0: that's the tank. Should old acquaintance be forgot, we have given everything up. We've thrown our lives down the drain as a media sucks. We have nothing but ourselves and our fucking TVs. Pretty soon we'll be like the people on by and large on Wahly. War <clears throat> What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. War